This content is intended for adult cigar smokers age 21 and older. All right, Nick, good show. <laughs> okay. Uh, Greg's leaving to go take advantage of our brand new coupon code. Type in Long Ash all day Friday and Saturday, and you will receive 20% off your entire purchase. Some exclusions apply, but other than that, 20% off your entire purchase all day Friday and Saturday when you use the coupon code Long Ash. Nick, did you know I just got 20% off? Yes. Uh, so unfortunately, uh, Secret Chris is a little sick today, so he's gonna be he's gonna be chilling back there. Sick, gonna sick, sick, Secret Chris. <laughs> he's gonna be secretly not talking today. Secret Chris, he's so sick. Oh. Uh, but it was his birthday yesterday, so everyone. Yeah, happy birthday! Happy birthday! Yeah. Yeah. Happy, happy birthday! Happy birthday! You. What a birthday party you had! Uh, the had best gra- eight-year-old's <laughs> birthday party that Greg set up for you. It was great. I, All we needed was some Disney character in a costume to come through and like make balloons. That would have been fantastic. (laughs) It's like Belle and the Beast. Like, oh, is Chris here? I I couldn't figure that out in the ten minutes that I set this whole entire thing up. (laughs) Just some like Aladdin guy, but he looks like me. But he like wears the vest and everything. (laughs) Fat Aladdin. (laughs) (laughs) Who's Chris? Who's Chris? Get over here smoking a cigarette. (laughs) I'll give you three wishes. Uh, But no, we went to the pizzeria, and not only. By the way, this was a local. Like very local small pizzeria, but very got, good pizzeria. Oh, it's the top, it's the top of the top. Cock and a walk, baby. Yeah. Uh, Greg got us a reserved table, uh, reserved and table. and the food was ready when we got there, which I didn't think. Yes, oh, I we didn't, showed up in the appetizers. Just landed I didn't on think the table. that that's how a restaurant worked. That you could pre-order food for like, like when you're there. Right. <laughs> but Greg figured out a way. Yeah, I did. She laughed at me, but but uh, she did it. I made it happen. <laughs> she freaking did it. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Well, I made oh, a sacred hand. There he is. Oh, we better sanitize these. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I called up the pizzeria, and I was like, so... Uh, I was like, a little shop. Palermo's in, Palermo's in Whippany. Whippany. Palermo's. Very, Delicious. very good pizza. Penny vodka on point. The grandma... Uh, not the grandma. The godfather Grand pizza godfather. is really good. It's really like good. Chicken vodka sauce yeah, with, like, with fresh, fresh mutts on it. Square pie. And, uh, oh, man, it was good. Fried raviolis. Fried raviolis were good. to start off. Yeah. And then we had two pies. One slice left. No, we so no, no, no. Somebody we ate it. it. Uh, James ate the last Godfather slice. I think Secret ate the last pepperoni. Yeah, he did. That's why he doesn't feel good. Oh, uh, yeah. That's he got the sick on. pepperoni just took so over his voice. So much Italian spice. <laughs> Italian herbs and spices in his, in his body. <laughs> uh, uh, I love it, the fact he can't say anything. It's great. Yeah, I know. It's like making fun of a mute. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> terrible. Well, so, so we got a we got a little, you know, like a, a so short. If you, got, if you want me to set up your next birthday party, just reach out to jrcigars.com just, and yeah, message Greg. Bar, uh, birthday planner, and my face will show up. He can also do things at like a funplex or anything involving sure. laser tag, bumper cars. Ooh, Greg, Greg is the man. Laser tag, you should maybe start a company of like just like dad's birthdays. Like you just do the most dad birthday parties. That would be awesome. Yeah, it would. And then me and Chris can be like be an array of characters. And and we'll show up. I'll be then, Fat Aladdin. Yes. And then you'll sing the sea shanties as I'll we walk sing, in. Yeah, I'll sing dirty sea shanties. <laughs> she shanty. She shanty. <laughs> Sing me a she shanty. It'd have to be in Sean Connery voice. <laughs> Sean Connery time. pirate movie. Oh, yeah. I'll be opening she. Hello. Uh, so we're just going to do a short Happy little, birthday, like, you know, mid Friday episode. No guest or anything. Um, but we have a few things to announce. First, uh, our top 25 is coming out in yeah. a few weeks. Our first ever JR Cigars top 25. Yeah, it's, it's soon. It's, yeah, it's going to be a couple weeks. Yeah. Uh, crazy. Um, very limited samplers. I mean, as you know, our normal samplers for the top fives are pretty limited. So you can imagine. We're putting together 25 of the best cigars in the industry right now. Um, and a few of them are, you know, a lot of them are brand new. Some of them are older. But it's, it's what me and Greg smoked over the year 
both on the podcast and in our private lives that really this year just smoked well. And I think each one that we've chosen, we've smoked more than two of. Yeah. Each, just, just to make sure. Oh, yeah. So that'll be coming out in a few weeks. Um, some great Black Friday yep. sales and some, and some quirky, quirky little videos coming out. Yep. Uh, and also, uh, we're going to announce uh, a picture will be on Instagram um, later on uh, today. Uh, big contest coming up. If you want to, can you just move the thing? Oh, you want to get into this? I just want to get it in there. We are giving away this brilliant Camacho humidor. This holds, I don't even know how many, that's, a couple, that's couple a lot. hundred. I'd say 250. I would, I, I would say 250. 250. In this lacquered, you got the beautiful Camacho built bold logo really on nice. the front. Very, very nice humidor. We'll be giving this away. Um, contest details will be announced on Instagram, but it's basically a, an Instagram and Facebook contest. Like, comment, um, best comment wins, but you got to like both us and you got to like uh, Camacho's Instagram page. And we check. We, I do check to make sure that I hope people like. Well, the people, I don't go through everyone, but the people that I like have the best comments, I go to make sure that they like both pages. Oh, yeah. Definitely. So you got to like it, you got to comment on it, and you got to share it. And then uh, we'll pick out a winner for this. I mean, this is a huge, huge contest, huge humidor. So, and there yep. it goes. So excited, everyone! So excited is. that the punch guy almost died twice. I mean, no, he's dead. He's no, he's, he's not you, dead. No, he's still you, there. You he's still him. smiling. No, you, that, that, so does a lot of bodies just smile with they're just dead bodies. Really? Look, you, look, you, yeah. If you die with a smile, remember that guy in Goldeneye? Yes. He died. Getting so you're stuck. telling me if I know, like I'm I'm in like hospice care. And I'm hoping to make at least 75, 80, right? And I just sit there and I know I'm going to go. I'm just going to constantly smile. So I, I, I pass smiling? Yeah. Or we'll, maybe we'll have Chris come in as like a nurse and he'll make you smile. Like Joker? Yeah, sure. Do I want to do this? You, no. All right, I'm just going to put it there. Yeah. So those are all our announcements. Let's get into the cigar we're going to enjoy today on the Long Ash Podcast. By the way, I'm Nick Libretti. And Greg Waters. And, of course, we have Sicker Chris. Sicker. He's so sicker. Uh, today, very unique smoke. Um, first time. A long time. First time in a long time. First time, long time. Um, I think it's the first time we're smoking a CAO on the show. Yes. Um, and this is, I smoked this, um, you know, I bet I smoked it through half of it to do a review. I mean, honestly, you can do a solid review of a cigar to know if you're going to like it, you know, in the first few inches, but I really like to generally do it at least halfway to full because fi- if a final third ruins a cigar, that brings down the points. And I'd also know? like to mention, because we can. I, I look at the comments about our reviews is that Nick does smoke every cigar before the review to yeah. understand what the hell's going on. He doesn't just smoke like what he does no, in the those review are, and call it a yeah, day. Yeah, those are just for the... I didn't need to the, get that out. Those, yeah, those are just for the, for the sake of I know, the video. I know, I yeah. know, but I didn't need to get that out. I mean, dude, if I wasn't smoking them, I'd be so full of shit and... Well, the, the the good part about it is a lot, most of the time I recommend cigars, people come back like, oh, I tried this at your recommendation and it was exactly what you said it was. I mean, obviously I've been doing this a couple of years now. If I was full of shit, I would have been, it would have been known already. Well, yeah. You know? So today we're smoking the brand new, the pronunciation on this kills me, CAO Orellana. Um, this is the fourth entry into the famed CAO Amazon Basin. Um, I, got, I got the information here because it's very hard to memorize. So... So, obviously, the CEO of Amazon Basin uses tobaccos from the Amazon rainforest. Um, very rare because, obviously, the cover of the trees, they got to find certain places where there's sunlight. But you get a very unique flavor, and you get from the, you know, the unique soil, the temperature, the overall environment gives you a very unique Profile. So the CEO Amazon Basin was a huge success. You had the CEO of the Fuma Encorda, which used a certain type of fermentation process where they tie ropes around it to create heat. It's really, really cool. Now, what's really Original. We're going to get into that a little bit more, yeah. right? What's really original about the Orellana here is that it's using what's called 
a, uh, if I can get this right, Brazilian Cupra rapper. So apparently, and this is just according to the sources I have read, this rapper was aging for CAO before the Amazon Basin was even released, like before the original even released, which was, I don't know, three and a half years ago at this point. Really mad I never got to try that. Uh, I mean, it's still good, the ones you can find, but that are the original, the original, like, version of it, like the first batch that came out was just really something spectacular. Right. Uh, and also, and you... You just didn't think a CEO is not really known for like limited editions or like, oh, get these. Well, you know, they, they release very good cigars, but on a more general kind of release schedule. So I think it was also anticipated that those things were going to be right. such a huge hit with like the deep cigar nerds. Right. Um, and it was. Uh, the follow ups have been solid the Fumam Corda, the Anaconda. Um, so this, the Orellana, which by the way is named after. The famed explorer. You would you, you read a little I, bit of I this. Did. I, so I just read because I just us? typed in the name and this guy uh, Francisco de what is it or Orlano Orlana Orlana. Uh, he uh, what he pretty much sailed not sailed but discovered. Did he discover? Or he sailed the Amazon River. I mean, I'm sure there was a boat involved. Well, I'm sure there was. He a was boat. Spanish in yes. South America. There was there was a boat. And he only lasted until 35 years old, which is which was old for back then. That's what yeah, we were talking about. That's scary because I'm 35. Um. So yeah, this, so it's named after uh, a famed explorer who, who helped kind of map out uh, the Amazon and the Amazon Basin. Um, now it uses some of the same tobaccos, and hold on, I, I got to use my phone here just because it's a very, I hate, you, I hate these words, like they're just very tough words. What, what kind of, like, what do you mean the words? The, you, the Brag, Braganca. Bragang, Braganca. Sounds like a street fighter. It's B-R-A-G-A-N-C with a little thing underneath yep. A. Uh, Bragancia, maybe no, maybe it might be a C. Maybe Bragancia, tobacco, which is from Brazil. It's not, and it's um, like I was saying before, it's not fermented in normal um, barns like your your typical tobacco is. Um, it's actually packed tightly together in these things. I'm going to read the name here. Go ahead. Uh, corates, C A R O T T E S. Carrots. Um, so they're tightly packed, and that creates the heat and the fermentation. You know that way instead of just being left out in curing barns. Right, kind of like the um, Hispaniola-esque. I mean, not exactly how they did the Hispaniola. The um, what's the tobacco in there? Come on. The um, what's the Hispaniola? Pilotico tobacco? or the Anduio? Anduio process. Isn't that a sausage? It sounds like it. Isn't that a sausage? I think it is. That's a sausage, right? Yeah, but I think how it's wrapped is like encased in in a sausage. Yeah, you know, <laughs> he's he's mentally healing. He's just googling all his symptoms. <laughs> He's on WebMD. I'm, I'm, I'm so dead. dead. I'm dead in a I'm week. Dead. I got, I got everything. I'm dead. Um, oh, he's got the black lung pop. But yeah, it's. Who am I? I mean, in order to ferment tobacco, really, from my understanding of it, is you just need to create pressure and to create um, a controlled heat right. over a period of time, and you got to let it sit. So right. that's either by hanging it in curing barns with fire, or if it's by tightening, you know, packing it so tightly together that it's actually creating heat right. and friction in there. Um, there's a lot of different ways to do it, um, and you get a different result each time. So this Bragancia, tobacco from Brazil, is fermented and in a very unique way. Now, that was a tobacco that was used in the original Amazon Basin that gave it such a big popularity, that gave it that kind of rich sweetness, and I taste like a, almost like a, and this is going to sound weird, like a wet soil, but like a, like a moist... You know the smell of like a rain, like when yes. it rains and it's, mm-hmm. you smell like the earth? Mm-hmm. That's the kind of aroma, not as so much a taste, but an aroma that I get from it. Um, so it's very unique in that way. It also uses some, I believe, Dominican um, and Colombian tobacco in there as well. 
CEO is great. I mean, this yeah, is I've this seen, cigar I've is seen a Nicaraguan binder and fillers from Dominica and uh, Dominica, Dominica, Dominican and Colombian uh, tobaccos, as well as the Brazilian right with bronze. a healthy amount of Brazilian right. You try to say it. Uh, try to Br- say it. Braganca. 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 But I I think it's Bragancia. I think it's I think the C is that kind of brag and ca. No, but it's try no, try. No. Braganza. Bra- yeah, nope. Uh, right. go, do it slow with me. You ready? Brag. Brag. An. An. Sia. Sia. No. Brantia. Okay. All right. Uh, and You're like then, Joey trying to learn French in that Friends episode. Yeah. <laughs> Le <boo-boo. laughs> Definitely. Uh, yeah, that's what... Wow, there's a lot of things going on in this thing. Right? That's why I needed my... That's usually I'm very lot. good with remembering what's going on, but there's a lot... Because it's taking in the history of like the other brands of right. the Amazon Basin series... Plus, adding in these new levels. Right. So, it uses that special tobacco, but then <laughs> it uses this another special, this wrapper, known as, I think it was called Brazilian uh, Cupra. You're, Cupra. You're on it, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, and also, a cool. so the Amazon Basin series is also known for having the tobacco stem act as kind of a band, totally right. smokable. Well, for this, they've actually wrapped it entirely around like the cigar. I wanted so to get really into cool. the looks of this. The very rustic, very chewy looking. Um, yeah, meaty, chewy looking, right. like a and, beef jerky. Right, um, dark chocolate looking, and then they have that that wrap. you said it's a stem. Yeah, that's tobacco stem. That's a stem all the way around, and it's just cool. Like, because I'm finally I'm getting to that little stem part, and it's like burning with it. It's like awesome. It really looks like if you went deep into the Amazon and you met some like tribe that you, like no one has ever seen before, and they were rolling fume, you know, they were rolling right. cigars. Yep. To, to you know for some tribal thing and this this is what they would give you and that's it looks exactly, great. That's exactly what I was thinking. So what what flavor notes are you getting right off the right mm. off the bat? Definitely a deep richness, but not more of a. I had to use this word because it sounds negative, but it's not like a generic richness. Not specifically tied to like oh it's like a dark chocolate or a coffee. No. A generic darker taste. Um, a little bit of earth and definitely some leather in there as well. Oh, I gotta do I gotta do a little retro hair now. I got a little spikes on the retro ale. Um. Mm. Mm-hmm. There's a little spice in there. A little spice there. A little uh, like a, like a black pepper. Nothing too crazy. No, nothing crazy. But really, like I get this nice earthy, yeah, like moist earthy taste. That's but that's not, unique. But not too. No, it's strong. not like yeah. Like it's, yeah, it's, right. Mm. Mm. It's mm. 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 Um, and I really liked. I mean, so so. Like we said, visually, it's like taking those, you know, really like a tribe you never saw, and they ro- and they rolled it for you like by hand right there, but taking in like the CEO, like you know, quality of it. So it's gonna, it, it's burning very well. It's not, you know, you would think something like this, like it might taste really good or have a, a unique profile, but it's gonna like burn like nonsense because of how right. it's, because it's more of a gimmick. This is not. This is using age old techniques that have been proven, and it's burning very well and it has a very pleasant taste to it. So. My next question is going to be to you, and I don't know if you know this. When we went to IPCPR, it was all about the V19, right? The new flathead mm-hmm. and the sessions. This wasn't an IPCPR release, was it? Um, I don't remember it being there. I saw it on the list as being a new release cigar, and I'm wondering if that was from IPCPR. And it might have been a little bit before, a little bit after. Um, Ricky didn't talk about it when I talked no. to him. 
did not. He, I guess he wanted it. You know, it, sometimes uh, something's not ready right for IBCPR, so they rather focus on the brands that are ready. People can buy right away. Um, with a company like CAO, when you have so many releases coming out, if one of them like, oh, you know what, we need to, it's not quite ready yet. Don't worry, we still have three other things we're coming out with, so we can right. talk about that. But then there's instances where that, like a big release for a company might not be ready yet, so they kind of have gotcha. to talk about it, but without giving it out. Gotcha. That's what happened with the um, with the All Out Kings a couple years ago right. when we were doing it. It was it was Drew Estate and Robert Caldwell doing it together, and it, didn't, it the cigars didn't get there to the last day of the show, and like everyone was waiting for it because that was Robert's big big release that year. Right. So with smaller companies, they kind of got to be a little more on the mark because they had nothing to really fall back on. Um, but a company like CEO, you're right. Yeah, they had the sessions. They had the new flathead. You tried uh, the flathead yet? No. One? You tried the sessions. Yeah, I smoked the sessions. I smoked two regular ones, and then I did one for the review. Very that good. Was, I mean, it's Broadleaf Wrapper. That was bold. Yeah, it's Broadleaf Wrapper. So. That was a bold one. Ricky, can, Ricky does really good work with Broadleaf Wrapper. Yeah. The flathead that got in the top 25 cigar of the year was a Broadleaf Wrapper. Right. That was the uh, 660? Mm-hmm. Uh, carb 660, I think it was. The carb? What's yeah. Carburetor. Oh, that's what it was? They're all, in, they're all like car parts and motorcycle things. Like okay. They have the ape hanger, okay. have the steel horse. Oh, so the full name is Carb 660? Yeah, the Carb 660 okay. is like the, the okay. name of the size, you know. Um, yeah, Ricky's, he, and I, I really like how he's able to, to do a lot of different kind of themes. So you have something very, this is very traditional, but it's not your typical traditional like a Romeo or, no. you know, like the new AJ, the Dias de Gloria. Like you call that traditional? Uh, this is very traditional in a in a I'm just different tradition. Gotcha. Different culture traditional. Right. Okay. You know, this is exactly sure. how I mean maybe I don't even think they probably use boxes, but this is exactly how a tribe in the Amazon who was fermenting and growing and smoking tobacco leaves, this is how it would be done. I mean, yeah, the box, they probably they probably wouldn't put it in a box and sell it at a, oh, no, at a I, store. But in terms of the presentation, how it looks, the story behind it, I feel this is a very traditional cigar, but done in such a unique way it's like this it's like if you go to the hottest new sushi spot and you're like oh it's like the coolest new thing but they're using like 100 year old or 200 year old techniques in, in terms of preparing the sushi and presenting to you in the omasaki way which means i believe it means chef's choice right i totally ignore that by the way oh, yeah thank you uh so so us it's like oh this is cool and new and but it's like very traditional just not your not what you so basically what i was what I was getting at now that I should have thought about this a little bit better before it came out of my mouth um, was that it's kind of like what traditionally like Europeans do to what traditional like the yeah. Asian culture does. Like this is this, this is, is traditional. This is, and what's, what's even cool is it, it's a different traditional and they're similar cultures, you know, like, like Amazonian, you know, native tribes are not that different from like the native peoples of the island of Cuba or throughout, but in different colonizations, they advance at different time periods, so they learn to cultivate these these tobaccos in different ways. Um, Cuba is known as like the first place to really cultivate cigar tobacco, and it was, I believe, the Tanyos people, and the word Cohiba comes from the Tanyos word for cigar or smoking okay. or something like that. Uh, but... The Cuban tradition you see now is not even like from back in the times of like when it first right. developed. It's more from like the pre-embargo era. That that's what's considered like traditional now. This is traditional in a very almost ancient right. variation of that, like a very ancient way of this is how it was not first done for like commercial use, but how it was first done in this very isolated area of the world. And you're you're 
kind of surprised at how different a lot of the ways, like, oh, the fermentation, that doesn't sound like anything I've seen in Connecticut or Nicaragua. But the end result, I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a unique profile, but the end result is like still a cigar, a cigar that you would smoke and enjoy. And it's cool how two different cultures kind of came to that at this at, in the same way using different techniques, but they right. came to the, kind of the same end result. And that's what I'm wondering if like being how cigars are being fermented, if that like induyo process or how they did did it with this process, that that's going to be more of a thing in coming into the future. I mean, I think it's a way to just kind of make it different. I mean, this was a way that this, this tobacco used in the cigar was traditionally processed, but maybe if someone wanted to do that with broadleaf tobacco in Connecticut and right. see how it works, but... You never you know. Never you know you, you kind of don't want to screw with what you got. I got you. You know, um, but I mean, innovation is always important. So maybe just trying it out on a, on a batch. Uh, but you'll, you don't. It takes a while to find out. It's not like you can try something and in a month later, like you'll know if it worked or not. It's going to be a. Right. You got to first develop the process. Then you got to wait. You know, until it's fully fermented, then age. Then you have to take that tobacco and try it in different blends with different wrapper and binder combinations to see. Um, that was the thing with. Um, oh, what the heck was it? Not Criollo, but one of those kind of seed varieties. It might even be like Pilatico or, or one of those. I can't think of it off the top of my head. But it was like unused for so long because it was just very hard to maintain. It was very hard and no one could really find a way to use it. And then somebody past couple years like figured out the blend and it became like a tobacco again. I can't it's 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 not Criollo or Corojo, but it's definitely something that people would know if you say it. maybe the right. My Father Spirit to Sanctus, something like that. Um, but they just no one could find the right way to use it to make it a popular gotcha. blend until just the right combination. It's like it's like cracking a safe, right? You know. So going back down the path of where this cigar came from. So what was the first one down the? Is it was it the Amazon base and that was the first cigar that came out and then yeah. Then what came next? I believe either the and Anaconda, what year was that? The, the Amazon Basin was two thousand fourteen. I want to say. Okay. Then I don't know the order of the next two, but I know the, the next two were the Anaconda and the Fuma M. Corda. Uh, the Anaconda, you got to forgive me, I don't remember what made that really stand out. I, I mean, it was good, but I don't remember like the special thing about right. the Fuma M. Corda um, is when they, they, would, they were tying the tobacco with like these tight knots and like really tying it together. And it was like getting all the juices and the, right. so, so, you know, my Steve Saka could explain it better than me. But in a, in a layman's term, that's what they were doing. Um, hence the smoke and court, you know, um, and they were wrapping it really tight, and that's that's what made that stand out. Um, but I believe they all used that uh, Barancia tobacco. Gotcha. I believe so. Um, I'm getting a little, like, raisin sweetness out of this now. Still trying to find the sweetness on my end. I'm, uh, mine, mine feels very... It, it feels very it's, meaty. You, you gotta, like, yeah, but you got to take the... The word sweetness, not at like face value. Like, no, I know. I, like a dark, rich, like a raisin. Not like super sweet, like, you know, like how a broadleaf would be kind of like a sweet. This is more of a deeper. I, I want to say bittersweet, but isn't that a Coldplay song? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Bittersweet symphony. That's, that's, not, that's not Coldplay. That's, uh, isn't that not Coldplay? That's uh, that movie. What? Um, The what do you say? I don't know. The band is the first. The band is the first? The Verve? Verve. Oh, the Verve sang that. What did what did Coldplay sing? Oh, something with Roman Cavalry choirs is singing. Yeah, you know, you know. Uh, yeah, that one. Did, that he married uh, like Gwyneth Paltrow or something, didn't he? Did he? Yeah. Yeah, he did. And then they they 
she's a nutcase. Yeah, because she's a nut job, and yeah. she's like, oh, everyone, if you just eat dirt, it's got all the nutrients you need, or some crazy like BS. <laughs> Dude, she's so out there that like other like like all natural people who are like into like herbs and everything, they're like, no, Gwyneth Paltrow's like nuts, and don't listen to her. <laughs> Hope she's not a fan of ours. Uh, <laughs> our either. one, our one celebrity fan is going to oh f you guys. <laughs> I was in Iron Man three. You were? No, I was. Oh, that would have been awesome. Oh, did you get the uh, Disney Plus? I did. I ordered it. I'm so excited. I ordered it when they had the deal. You had the deal. How much did you pay? Um, it was like a hundred and something for three years. I was basically paying like six or seven dollars a month. No, less than that. 140 divided by three. Thirty-six. Well, just divided by three. Well, for how do, much a year? Uh, that's uh, 40... That's 40-something a year. 46. So you got like $15 less. I, I, I just got mine. I paid... Uh, oh, they do it by year? Well, yeah, um, you, you could do it, it, it. Mine was either six ninety nine a month or $60 for the year. Okay. So I just paid $60 for the year. So I paid 140 divided by 36 months. That's I'm pissed it comes out on Monday. Like, they sh- why can't that thing drop? That should have dropped today. So people had all weekend to like start using it. It's, it's so not on Monday. I have an issue with this. Is that they Amazon won't take the uh, won't take Disney Plus. I have to go buy another device. Oh, you have an Amazon TV or something? No, I have the I have the Fire Stick. Oh, let's go get a Roku. They're like twenty dollars. I know. Yeah, it's just annoying. Yeah, but like yeah. Again, I can I'm imagine hoping the annoying. smart TV, because I have a smart TV, that they just have it on the smart TV. I'm just going to download it. Well, that's the thing. Is I was looking for it on an Xbox. It's like pre-download, but I guess you can't even download it yet. I thought I'd be able to download it and like just can't watch anything. What's but the first thing you're going to watch? I got to say, I want to go through the whole list. It's a big list. I'm surprised by the lack of Marvel movies on there right now. Well, it'll be all right. There's uh, Iron Man 1 and 3. There's like Thor Dark World. Like... You should have all the Marvel movies. No, it's not. Like, not. Because don't forget, there's still a lot of them that are out there because they have no. deals with other companies. Um, well, you know, like, like uh, Endgame is on Netflix, I think, and think until January. You know, they made all these deals. Well. I think out of all of them, I think Netflix is going to be fine in the long run. Because even if they're not getting a lot of this programming. No, Netflix is going to be fine. They have, some, they have such original stuff now. Right. I think the ones that are going to have trouble are like the NBC one that they're coming out with because no one's going to pay $8 a month just to watch Seinfeld no. in the office. But, but Seinfeld's going to Hulu. All right. So just to watch The Office and Friends. No one's going to pay $8 right. a month. They'll do, it, you'll, they'll do it for one month. They'll binge watch everything and then they'll, they'll get rid of it. Right. Um, I think the DC Warner Brothers one is going to be in trouble. Again, that's something I would get for a month to binge watch like all the DC movies, but there's not, you know, maybe like the original Batmans and then I'll get rid of it. Um, Hulu, I don't know, man, because I feel like Hulu's big thing was it was like current television shows that you can go like, catch up on the episodes you missed. But Rick and Morty and South Park are all going to that HBO Max. HBO Max might be a good one to get. You know what I'm what I'm going to throw out there? What's going to happen is you're going to see the sales of purchasing movies go back up because they're going to have all these freaking different services, mm-hmm. and you're going to have to get this one and this one and this one. And then at the end of the day, you might as well just go buy the movie. Yeah. That's or or we'll just go. rent it through like optimum, well, like just yeah, or Amazon or whatever. And he, but here's what's going to happen too. And I've been saying this for a while. I think I've even told you this. They're it's going to every company is going to create their own. Everyone down to Paramount is going to create their own. Like, all, all Paramount movies all go through the Paramount you know streaming app. And then in five years, somebody's going to like make a deal. Like all right, if someone wanted to get all of these, it would cost them like you know. Whatever it's going to cost them like sixty dollars a sixty dollars a month if someone want all of these. I'm going to bundle it all together and give it to them for forty five dollars a month, and that's basically what cable is. Mm-hmm. It's going to be digital streaming cable, 
where you're going to buy a package and you're going to get Hulu, Netflix, uh, Disney, um, HBO, Matt, and you'll get all of them for, for $50 a month. Yep. And at that point, you get rid of cable because you you'll have ESPN. Yeah, but the problem with um, the live streaming on live TV is there's a huge delay. And then also, it's not as um, – there's a lot of hiccups and, and buffering. Well, the only live stream online. sport I do is the UFC, and it, I watched well, it yeah, that last weekend, it was fine. I mean, I'm not, you know, I have another service where I pay like $10 a month, and I get every channel in the world. Um, and it works pretty well, uh, but there is, you have the chances of, in the middle of a game, it just goes down. Just kicks out? Right. Like, I've had that with ESPN, uh, especially like World Series games or uh, NFL, like, playoffs, when they have a lot of people watching mm. That's where you start to see problems. Well, I, I just don't like how that now that they're like making their own thing is like they can institute really stupid rules. For example, so a UFC like a big UFC fight like this past weekend, UFC two forty four. There's like three sections. There's early preliminary fights, which is like nobodies at all, or like really really old guys, so like you barely remember their name. Then there's the regular prelims, which is like exciting up and comers, right. or like guys that you think might be over the hump, but like it could be a comeback fight for them. Like that, those are the regular prelims. Then you have the main card, which is like the main events of the night, so title matches, or like this week was the big fight between Nate Diaz and Jorge Masvidal, really big. Like it was called the BMF, the baddest mother effer on the planet. I know because it was two like just brawlers. And now you have to do everything through. You have to have the ESPN Plus. Right. App, which is which like is now that the Disney, which is not that expensive. It's a couple of hours a month. But now it's with Disney. Now it's with Disney, which yeah. is awesome. But you got so you got to pay for that subscription. You still got to pay seventy dollars for the pay per view, which is the same price it was before when you didn't have to get a subscription. You just had to pay. Oh, $70. I thought you could just watch three. Nope, nope. you got to oh, pay for the pay per view. But that. here's now here's the worst part. On the pay per view on the app on your Xbox or whatever, you have the early prelims, and you have the main card. Okay. If you want to watch the regular prelims. You have to turn off your Xbox, go to cable, and watch it on ESPN2. Oh, that's so You can't watch it on that's the app. So, so you're actually paying way more because you're paying right. the same price plus a subscription, and you're missing a, th and a third of the fights you have to go watch on regular TV. Yeah. That's why I'm not into the UFC. You just proved my point. No, it's not the UFC's fault. <laughs> no, I The know. UFC did this so that they weren't too reliant, and especially for, for the fighters, they weren't too reliant on pay-per-view numbers to like make their nut like they get paid this like they they have a fixed rate that the ESPN pays them so all the guys are going to get good money even though if a lot of people don't watch it but it's like a good fight or it's like two veterans they're going to still get taken care of so the UFC still makes their money every time ESPN then has to rely on right. the pay-per-view numbers which I think if you made it a little easier and put all the prelim all the fights on the pay-per-view right if you're you would, purchase it just yeah I don't do know it that what, way. it's it's almost like they want you Why to subscribe they just dual stream like not dual stream just dual live it, like put it ESPN too. Because they probably still want people to go watch it on their channel. Because uh, the you got the commercials mm -hmm. on ESPN too. Dude, look at the burn on that. That's pretty solid yeah, for like all this stuff going on with this cigar and the yeah. and the stem wrapped around it. Very solid burn. Yep. Uh, plenty of smoke output. I mean, the construction is that's so even. That is right. really even. Yeah. And you I would think with that, with that stem rolling around there, you would really think that that was going to be a nightmare. Which I which even anticipated wouldn't I wouldn't mind. You're like, oh, it's a cool, right. unique cigar. It's great. And even if it burns a little off. But that has rolled fantastically. Yeah, I'm very shocked on that. It's like great a, smoke output. Yeah, it's a unique taste that I'm still trying to put my my finger on. It, it. is, it is, and you know, listen. To be honest, I don't think this is really a contender for best cigar of the year. But I think I think everyone is will be pleasantly surprised at how good this is. Um, first of all, also a great price. Um, 
but just the story behind it and how it's done, I think shows an ingenuity and um, that is I'm not going to say lacking, but that I would like to see more of. I'm tired, you know. You don't have to break the bank and do something insanely crazy, but trying something new that's that's pleasantly good, yeah. I think could could be a big hit in terms of selling a lot of them. No, absolutely. You know, uh, that that's what I like about this one is like I know that Amazon Basin was a big uh-huh. cigar that was really good. And when I saw this, I was like very excited to smoke it because you see the stem going around the cigar, yeah. and you're like, I just want to try this. Right, right. It's oily. It's it's. And I think I think it's hitting exactly where I expected it to hit, and that's and that's in a good way. Uh, you know, actually, it's it exceeded my expectations with its construction because I'm getting a ton of flavor. I'm getting a great smoke output. That burn is very even, and we're yep. well past an inch on that. We're, we're yep. almost at two inches on, on that ash. I'm not going to say it's the tightest, flaky white ash no. I've ever seen, like something you get with like a Mikorita or, um, or like a Tabernacle, but it's, I mean, I can shake it a good amount. It ain't coming off. I mean, if I ash it, it'll come off, but right. that's solid construction. It's tightly bound. For a rustic-looking cigar, it's great. It's very good, very good, and I really like the, the three fillers are really working well together. The Nicaraguan binder is nice, and a very interesting and enjoyable flavor off of that. Brazilian rapper as well. Were you seeing this on the uh, strength and uh, flavor profiles? I'm giving this right. a, a medium, a medium strength. I'm going to give it medium to full in terms of body, which we've talked about before. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's definitely full flavored, full bodied in that regard. But in terms of like nicotine strength, solid medium. It's not yeah. nothing too crazy. Nothing too crazy. Yet. And even even the body, I would say, is more medium to full. Not not like a Jacob's Ladder in your face, intense. Right. You know, every puff yeah, is a lot. Medium to full I would say medium to full. Um, nice, dark, rich flavors. Um, if you're if you're a Maduro fan, you would like this. Or honestly, if you're a Cameroon fan, you might even like this because like the leather, very similar to what you would find in a, in a Cameroon. Yeah. The leather and earthiness is very Cameroon esque. Um, but definitely, if you're a Maduro fan, not a lot of sweetness. Like I said, I got a little bit of like a, some nice raisin notes in there. But if you like a nice earthy, leathery kind of darkness in your cigar. Um, similar to a higher end Honduran, right. I would say. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm not getting a ton of spice off this, like really. No, all. not at all. Just a nice medium richness. Um, goes weight. You know, we, I'm giving this two cream sodas. Is my rate. That's how we're gonna start rating things from now on. Cream sodas. Because I think it goes great with the cream soda. It does does taste good? Um, with cream soda. I think you're really gonna enjoy it. Again, this is the Cao Orellano. And uh, it also has. I started, you know, looking at it a little bit more. It does have those little toothy marks that Nick Malolo mm-hmm. was talking about in the wrapper. Mm, little little toothy hairs, yeah. yeah. Yeah, this is exquisite, man. This is a very I can't get over that burn. Very nice, right. very nicely done. Good job to Ricky Rodriguez and the team over at CAO. Um, make sure you pick up these boxes. I mean, if if they're if they all smoke like this, I anticipate this these boxes going as quickly as the original Amazon Basin. So make sure you check it out. They're limited um, too, right? They are. Okay. Not super duper like only made five right. boxes, but with this process and the amount of time it probably took to make this, I can't imagine they made thirty thousand boxes of these. Right. Uh, you want to give me a rating over there? Hmm? Uh, I'll go 87, 88. That's good. Yeah. That's good. For the uniqueness of this tobacco. The uniqueness of it all is, yeah. is intriguing me to keep yeah. smoking and actually have more than one. Yeah. But considering it's like a brand new tobacco right. that you've never tried... Yeah, it's pretty good. 87, 88, it's a pretty good score. Uh, I, I would do it in there. I would, I would do a solid like, like 86, 87. Yeah. I think, it's, I think that's, that's very good. Uh, but very good smoke. So hats off to everyone at the CAO team. Uh, the CAO Orellano is available at jrcigars.com, but again, limited. 
Um, any uh, any closing thoughts there, Greg? No, thank you for listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'd like to hear everybody's thought on Disney Plus after yeah. they, uh, on Monday. You know, oh, on Monday, the, yeah. Monday, so next show. And uh, everyone, please just comment on the YouTube video and just give Chris your best wishes because yeah. it's his birthday it's and his he's, birthday. he's just sick as a brick. Yeah, it's poor, a shame. Poor guy. So, I hope he so, got the party. So, send, every, send everyone, send, send him your prayers. No, I didn't get the party. No. The hat looks good, though. You want to? I think we. Need, you need to show uh, John, John Uber. Yeah. You know, just, take just, a picture of your sick, your sick face with the hat on. Yeah. He'll be. He'll be. So <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's what she said. All right. Uh, all right. All right. Everyone, enjoy your weekend. Thank you, you very too. much. Goodbye.